This summer's going to be a real killer. This week on the podcast, R.L. Stein's I Saw You That Night. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Linda Kitai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And yep, R.L. Stein's I Saw You That Night, brought to us by beloved listener Lisa Beverstock. Beloved. Beloved. <laughs> she nice. like she's a nice lady. She, she's, <laughs> she is greatly beloved. Um, Started listening to us before anybody had found us, her in Books in a Forest on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. With the pizza emoji. Mm-hmm. I love that. I pizza, pizza emoji pizza cat makes emoji. me happy. Mm-hmm. Ugh, yeah. What a dream. You know what didn't make me happy? This book. This fucking book. What a bore. Okay, Such so. Such a bore. The picture makes it seem like party skeleton on the beach. Whoa. Gonna <laughs> be a blast. Although I didn't realize it was supposed to be a, a lifeguard. Yeah, I, I did. And also, <laughs> what? Also, it's one line that's throwaway in this book that refers to the cover, which is she thinks she sees a skeleton, yeah. but it's just rocks. Yeah. However, I saw you makes several appearances. It will not stop. Oh, my God. Um, it leads me to believe that Lee knows 20 words. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> I saw you as three of them. <laughs> Boat is another. Oh, my God. Um, His little yellow. What is it? Banana boat. Banana boat. Is it a banana? It's a banana boat. It is it says a banana, banana boat. Right? Lighter boat? I read this book a while ago. No, I think it's banana boat. Aren't banana boats those uh, inflatables that you sit on and like everybody sits in a line? It's like a pencil. Oh, isn't it a pencil boat? Is it? I don't know. <laughs> okay, there are a lot of things that don't pay off in this book. All of the things? All of them. Ugh, what garbage. What a garbagey book. Also- I, oh, uh, not that you guys. Uh, haven't figured it out yet, but it's just me and Kelly today. We're going one-on-one. It feels pretty good. It feels good. Yeah. Just back to the classics, man. Just two gals. Just two two gals gabbing two about. gal pals palling around about gab. <laughs> <laughs> and we are gabbing about Roxy and Ursula and Lee and Terry. Basically, those are our players in this book. Snooze. And then some girl named Shauna, who, who only ever makes appearances on the phone. Yeah. And like... What's her deal? Conveniently appears to... Except she appears in the beginning, remember? She cuts her arm on the propeller of Lee's boat. Because she... Oh. He, so he broke up with her. Oh, right. So she slices her arm. But that also was a weird thing to me because like... Okay, so we start with... Do you want to read the back of the book? Oh, that'll... Just That'll do frame it. Things. That'll do it. All of the surf. All right. Sand, surf, sun. Roxy lives for the summer. But this summer, things aren't going the way Roxy planned. It all started when she broke into Lee Bloom's house just to win a stupid bet. Because while she was in Lee's house, Roxy saw something she shouldn't have seen, heard something she shouldn't have heard. And now someone's looking for Roxy. Someone who wants her dead. Dot, 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 dead. Here's what I'll say about this book. It has a parent who, while kind of a dick, mm-hmm. takes her seriously and yeah. takes her to the police. That was, yeah, I was impressed by the dad. However, <laughs> of all the egregious, bullshitty cliffhangers at the end of 
every chapter, every, every single motherfucking chapter. chapter, that one where they go to the police station is the absolute motherfucking worst. The handcuffs thing? The, yeah. The hilarious joke that the sheriff yeah. plays? Which is just, just to fuck around with us, and it's not cool. That's, like, that one is truly inexcusable. I was... I will say that during about 80% of this read, I was furious. I like the- <laughs> All right, I'm going to, I'll read this particular Please. cliffhanger. Because every chapter ends on a cliffhanger. It's like some real remedial goosebumps shit. Yeah. He does stop that, right? I don't remember that. I could I- not have kept reading R.L. Stein if this continued through Fear Street. No, it did- I don't think it was like this in Fear Street. No. Okay. So the one where, so they go to the police station. Yeah, Chief Harms. So the dad says, Harms, you know my daughter Roxy, right? Mr. Nelson asked. The police chief nodded solemnly, his blue eyes locked on Roxy. He raised a pair of silvery, silvery, whatever, (laughs) silvery handcuffs in one hand. Roxy, I'm going to have one of my men read you your rights, he said without any emotion at all. And I'm placing you under arrest for murder. Next, beginning of next chapter. Roxy gasped. Her breath caught in her throat. The handcuffs dangled in front of her face. Harms, don't you ever get tired of that old joke, Mr. Nelson demanded angrily. Oh, I read that wrong for angrily. Let me let me take that again. Harms, don't you ever get tired of that old joke? There we go. Mr. Nelson demanded angrily. The police chief laughed. His blue eyes twinkled. It gets him every time. He smiled at Roxy. Scared you, huh? What a bullshit cliffhanger. They're all bullshit. They're all bullshit. They're all bullshit. But this one is like, oh, something interesting. Mm-hmm. This is the one I kind of thought might be a real cliffhanger. That's what I thought, too. That's why I'm mad. Because I was tricked. Uh-huh. I don't like I being tricked. tricked. That's not cool. You don't just keep same- tricking your reader. Stein? Also, okay. Pike he, never did this to us. Pike would not do he this. He put chubby sluts fucking everywhere. But <laughs> he never played us. He didn't play with my heart. Uh-huh. Here's my issue. This cop. There is a murderer on the loose in this town. He should not be making jokes about murder arrests to this girl who potentially has a link to this murder. Yeah, I think it's inappropriate regardless. Yeah. And then also the dad. So the dad knows that this cop's thing is to do like fake arrests. And the cop or the dad also does not like that the cop does this. Mm -hmm. So why doesn't the dad like in the car be like. By the way, he's going to do this thing where he's going to pretend to arrest you. Like, just ignore it. Um, Because Stein's a dick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because the whole thing was so unnecessary anyway. The only reason it exists is to fuck with us. Mm -hmm. So why would he warn us beforehand? By the way, I'm eating a donut, guys. So I hope it's not intrusive. I'm eating it away from the mic. Yeah, it sounds great. But if it bothers you, just call me. If it bothers you, call me while I'm recording. Don't call yeah. me afterwards. It's too late. It's too late. How can she stop? It's already been it. done. Leave us a one-star review or something. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> don't. We'll do anything. <laughs> um. So first of all, I was just pissed off about a lot of like things in here that Lee, the instant we met Lee, I was like, he's bad. Because he even says, he's like, I'm a mean dude. And, like, has a bad temper. And the girls are, like, talking about how he has this terrible temper. Mm-hmm. And Roxy says she couldn't help. I'll just. She couldn't help but wonder. Yeah. <laughs> also, Roxy's a fucking dick. She is. She's, she's not. She's got this very nice boyfriend. 
who every time they're together, they have legitimate fun. She yeah. legitimately enjoys his company. And then meanwhile, she's trying to win this stupid bet with Ursula, her best friend, who is, although competitive, apparently really, truly great. We don't ever see on page that she's truly great, but Roxy tells us a lot. We see when she immediately is comforting Roxy. She's like, oh, my God, are you okay? That's so horrible. I can't believe that happened. Mm -hmm. She gives her a hug. There's no kind of, what? Why were you in his house trying to win our bet? There's no kind of vindictiveness there. She's Um, just concerned for her friend. They're, (laughs) okay, they're talking about Lee here. Everyone thinks he's so quiet, Shauna was saying. They haven't seen his temper tantrums the way I have. I'd like to see his temper tantrums, Roxy thought wistfully. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Mm, I'd love to be on the receiving end of that. Yeah, what? So, like, we keep getting, like, these hints that Lee is, like, dangerous. And but there's, t- like, nothing else redeeming about him. That's the problem. He's not, like, magnetic in any other way. No, he doesn't. He also has, like, no sense of humor, except for when he plays, like, a mean-spirited joke on the girls in his banana boat. Another bullshit cliffhanger. Ugh. I, yeah. I knew it was going to be a joke. I, as soon as the first cliffhanger happened, I was like, oh, fuck. It's a whole book of cliffhangers again. Yeah. This is like uh, the Hardy Boys book. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's like cliffhanger one from the prologue. Am I actually going to stand here and listen to a murder? <laughs> and then we jump back in time, which is the only time we do that and then she like goes and relives that exact moment again yeah what's the point of that prologue and roxy saw that shauna's clothes were covered in bright red blood roxy help me shauna cried and it's just like she cut her arm (laughs) (laughs) they are all all of these are bullshit when he turned back to them his features were tight with worry it it conked out he said in a trembling voice it's totally dead we're drifting out to open sea (laughs) <laughs> Just kidding. Next chapter. Um, you didn't hear about Ursula? Shauna demanded. No, please, Roxy thought, suddenly frozen in fear. Not Ursula. It wasn't Ursula fighting with Lee last night. Please don't let it be Ursula. Shauna, <laughs> what happened to Ursula? Roxy asked in a trembling voice. She sprained her back. Yeah, Shauna, I, I hated that one, too. So that one was mad. so mean. <laughs> All of these cliffhangers are just being mean to the reader. This is the only, and it's not quite a cliffhanger, but it like, leaves you wanting more mm. is <gasps> oh, I wonder the, if uh, it seemed like a simple bet a fun bet between best friends who would ever believe it would lead Roxy to a horrifying murder and then it just cuts t- to her on a date with Terry which is fine because that's not like a yeah a trick yeah it's not it's, a trick it's just like hinting like, at what yeah what, those what books we about. already know happened yeah. the the thing that okay so basically Roxy and Ursula, of course, they're boy crazy. And they find out, oh my gosh, he, he Lee dumped uh, Shauna. Shauna. And he is so mysterious. He never laughs. He ha- has dark mm, hair. I and, love a man who never laughs. Yeah, and who never takes off his hat. He doesn't have a sense of humor. Oh, sexy. I think I've been like. He doesn't take off his baseball hat. That baseball hat, I think I was like in a. like. Uh, what is it called? Those like illustrated scary stories mm-hmm. mood because I was like, oh, my God, he's going to take off his hat and there's going to be. He doesn't like, have a scalp. Yeah. He doesn't know scalp <laughs> or like it's like Professor Quirrell and he has like <laughs> another head there. He has another man on his head. Yeah. 
<laughs> but that didn't happen. Mm-mm. So basically, the girls are like, well, we should see who... Like, they love betting each other, first of all. Mm-hmm. We see that because they bet each other with their tennis At game. Tennis. <laughs> At tennis. At tennis. Um, and they're like, okay, well, whoever can ask him out and go out with him, but has to come back the next day with his hat that he never takes off, the Sharks baseball hat, is the winner of the bet and gets $50. And so... A lot of money in the early 90s. It is, And for teens, like, that's a decent amount of money. That could buy some rollerblades. That could buy a great... Have you seen that video of that little girl? Um, there's, She's very, very good at inline skating. And she's doing, like, a rollerblading routine mm-hmm. to the Evanescence song. <laughs> it's like, wake me up! Wake me up inside! And she's, like, twirling around. <laughs> it is everything... It sounds that, adorable. It's very adorable. Everything in that tracks that it's like an Evanescence song. She's doing like a rollerblading routine to it. And she's also incredibly good. So she's doing all these tricks that I'm just like, how can you be doing this on wheels? Check it out. I'm not sure exactly where to find it. I found it on Tumblr. And as you know, Tumblr is very hard to search. Yeah. So good Let's luck. Talk using Tumblr. Have you seen the um, skateboarding French bulldog? No. Look that up. That I is will. incredible. He he can do tricks on really? a skateboard. He's like at a skate park. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but so Roxy, oh yeah, they go they go skating too. They go skating. in this book. That's right. That's a throwback. I kids don't do that anymore, right? I don't think. Well, we have one skating rink in LA that I know of, which is Moonlight. We we do also have one mid city. It's much bigger and oh. has a bowling alley up top, skating rink on oh, the bottom. Oh, that sounds cool. It. Is, but it's also, like, a is little bit fancy? sketchy. Oh, sketchy. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I do kind of prefer a little bit sketchy over too fancy. Me too. She's like, okay, it's realer. Yeah, like, I'd <laughs> rather go to... Uh, I'm from sketchy. Yeah. I'd rather go to, like, an old... Uh, not to make this too specific, but I went to Shadow 40... Chateau Lanes? Oh, yeah. I Yeah. Yeah. So I'd rather go to a... A, a, a bowling, dive... A dive bowling, bowling alley. Yeah. Then, like, um, what are those fancy ones? They're like a chain. They're all over. Yeah. It's Lucky Strike. Yeah. Or, yeah. I, I don't want to have to dress code to go bowling. Yeah. I I came from a neighborhood that was much more like Shadow Lanes, Moonlight, mm-hmm. um, Skate, this mid-city skating place. Yeah. Like, the land of 99-cent stores. Yes. And now, my old neighborhood has turned into the, like, Williamsburg of San Diego. <laughs> Or the Los Feliz of San Diego, Silver Lake of San yeah. Diego, North Park, y'all. Yeah, that did not Park. used to look like that. Mm-mm. If you're in that area, mm-mm, that All wasn't the case when I grew up. North Park, uh, Normal Heights is really popular now too. Normal Heights has been for a while, but it's a lot more like, like slow, slow burn, slow like. <laughs> Chill. It's a lot more chill. Yes. Whereas North Park is like aggressively hip now. That's tiring. Which I is cool that my old neighborhood is nicer, but it also pisses me off a little bit. Because <laughs> like I didn't grow up in that. Yeah. I yeah. grew up in the neighborhood where a girl in my grade got kidnapped and then her body got thrown in the canyon behind my house. Oh my God. That's the neighborhood I grew up in. Oh. So why am I wanting it to stay that way? I don't know. Um, I'm just annoyed. I think, yeah. I think, you know what? You're proud to be OG 
I think that's yeah, what I'm it probably is. just like trying to make that my identity, like a lame person. <laughs> my, yeah, I'm from the streets. <laughs> Not really, but yeah, it's it's like if I showed somebody my neighborhood now, they would think that I came from like a super cute mm-hmm. like catalog hipster place. Yeah, it's like no, no, no. You don't know, man. No, no, no. That's the sound of the boat. Oh, God. It's when he's like trying to start it and it will not. That's a pretty good impression of a boat. It was good. I've never done that Oh, that was good. The ramp up. Boat impressions. This is our segment. Boat impressions. I'm going to do a sailboat. Yeah. I, oh, oh. I just provide. There's a raptor on the boat. There's a raptor on the boat. There's a raptor. That's terrifying. Uh, elephant seals. In book. <laughs> um, the and the town that she lives in is a very like amity, like yeah. very cute ta- like uh, rocky shores, rocky shores, and like Treasure Cove, and like all mm-hmm. these areas are so cute. Super cute. But so Roxy and Ursula are like, okay, they want to get this shark's hat. And Roxy goes to the beach with Terry and they're having a blast and they're doing their favorite game where she likes to ride on his back and he runs around like a horse. And also- I love that game. I love that game. A classic <laughs> game. Actually, I think that might happen later in the book, but mm-hmm. it is one of the games they enjoy at the beach. Mm-hmm. But it's very funny because she seems to be having a blast with Terry she seems like she really she, loves Terry. And he seems so, like, happy-go-lucky, They laugh fun. together. And then when she sees fucking Lee and Ursula, when Terry tries to put his arm around her, she, like, shrinks away from his arm. And I'm like, ugh. Boo. Boo. At least Ursula and Roxy aren't, like, true frenemies. They're not. They're just friends. They're legit friends. But her, also her scheme for winning the bet is so sad. It's so, I'm so pathetic. It's she's not even legitimately trying to be asked out by Lee because she's like, I know Ursula's got this. Yeah. She's like, uh, like a Norwegian prince. She's like Elsa. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, I'm just gonna get into his room, take photos, steal the hat, and be like, see, I was in his room. It That's seems so to have, weird. It's it's. I would never in a million years think or do this plan. Like, it is such a weird plan that has no foresight to, like, the future. Because it's, like, all he has to do is be, like, no, you weren't. And, like, those pictures were obviously taken in the dark. You snuck into my house. Done. And then she looks like an even huger idiot. Yeah, because she can't win this on a technicality of just having the hat. Because they specifically said you have to go out and be wearing the hat on Tuesday. Yeah. Did they specify Tuesday? Where did I get that? <laughs> I don't know where you got Tuesday from. <laughs> All bets take place on Tuesday. <laughs> Monday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, All bets come to fruition on Tuesdays. Tuesdays. So she learns at the beach that, well, Lee's going to be at some charity event, some bummer charity some, event. Uh, country club. I kept trying to say Courtney club. <laughs> <laughs> some Courtney club. Welcome to Cor- Courtney club. <laughs> I'm Courtney. I'm Courtney. All Courtney's present. Let me show you to your seat. (laughs) All two Courtney's present. (laughs) (laughs) My staff of Courtney's will help you out. (sighs) So she's like, great. I've got this fantastic idea. I'm going to go in, take all these pictures of his room and steal his hat and then sneak out and then have the hat and win $50. 
What an embarrassing plan. That is the saddest. <laughs> so sad. Like, I technically won. I have food oh in this room. Can I have one? It's <laughs> Ursula. Did I win? It remind- am I a winner? <laughs> Ursula, am I the best friend? Am I good? I do good? The It reminded me of like, you know those kids in high school that like, did not quite understand what cool was and like tried to grasp on part of what I'm thinking of a specific person. Me? <laughs> Me? So I understood what cool was and just could not achieve it. I used to uh, go to school and pretend that I was in AA. <laughs> <laughs> I told kids I was in AA, but I was an idiot as a sixth grader. And I said, <clears throat> I said, triple A. Oh no! Oh my god! That is when a class. Kid corrected me, and I was like, "No, you're wrong." I, I loved um, getting caught, or not loved in the moment, but now the th- remembering moments when I got caught in lies as a kid, and I would just, I would stick by my lie until I fucking died. Like I would just be like, "No, no, no, no!" Like because it's like uh, you're ruined. Yep. If it's better to like <laughs> never admit. Yeah. Seriously. I told kids in the neighborhood also that I had a identical twin just because there was a, a framed photo with a photo of me on top and a photo of me on bottom. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's my identical twin. She still lives in Reno with my dad. Oh, my God. Why? <laughs> why, do, why say this? I feel like kids just think like things like, make them interesting. interesting. Yeah. 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 I remember actually um, posting a picture. This is actually pretty recent. And I just did it as a joke. One of my cousins didn't get it. Like, I posted a picture of me where I looked dead in the picture, but I'm smiling. <laughs> and it like it's really grainy, so it looks old. And I was like, oh, I found this Memento Mori picture of me. Spooky. <laughs> and someone was like, how crazy. You found a picture? Of... And I was like, oh, I was kidding. <laughs> like, she thought it was one of those things where your ancestor, you had an identical yep. ancestor. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome, It would though. be awesome. I would love it if that happened. What a dream. Mm-hmm. Just like TVs and movies where you look. <laughs> TVs and movies. <laughs> TVs and movies. <laughs> Just like you see on TVs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I was a normal child, so I watched TVs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How you say TVs? TVs. <laughs> I do good with mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I watch TVs. Um, and again, we get, I mean, this whole fucking break in. Oh, I wanted to read the page where she's like decided and she's so excited about oh, when her she's decision. so fucking smug. Mm-hmm. Please. Page 40. <laughs> the idea had made her laugh out loud. She pictured the jealous look on Ursula's face when Roxy showed her the photos and proved to Ursula that she had been in Leaves' room. She'll be green. Green, Roxy thought. <laughs> <laughs> Roxy is fucking... She'll be green. Absolutely green, I tell you. Roxy is a loser. She is so She's so pathetic. And she's got this boyfriend who is like a big lug and she like is embarrassed of him. She sucks. She sucks, man. Sure, it's a cheat, Roxy knew. Sure, it's unfair. But so what? Is it fair that Ursula is so tall and beautiful? God. No, not Not fair. fair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So dumb. Also, I was 
when she was talking about going to take the photo in his room, I was fully picturing her with a cell phone taking selfies Me in his too. room. And then she got there and she had this like bulky camera hanging around her neck. I know. And she was just going to take photos of the room, Not which with is her. even more pathetic. Ugh. It's so pathetic. It's so sad. And then she has to like go to a one hour photo. And like wait. So, okay. So she goes in. First of all, there's like so many fake, like fake. More fake outs? Or? Yeah, more fake outs. There's one chapter, one, two, three, four. It's three and three and like five lines long. This is how stupid they are. This is how many stupid cliffhangers are on this book. Yep. I found a page that I'll just read while you're please scanning. Um, so she she thinks she might have a photo of the murderer and the girl. So she goes to a one hour developing store in town that she just remembered. Is it open on Sunday? It's got to be. <laughs> Anyway, that's not what I... So, wrapping the yellow film roll tightly in one hand, she hurried out to her car, a dark blue Honda Civic. Why are they always telling us the make and model and color of these teenagers' cars? I have no idea. I don't care. Why would I care? In every Pike book... Yes. It's like... Unless it, like, means something. Unless it, like, points something out about the person. Like, maybe they're very ostentatious. But, like... Yeah, like that one book where he's... Like asking her out, and he's got kind of like a whatever car. Oh yeah, yeah. But this or if is, you have like a really fancy car. Yeah. But she's just getting in her she's, car. This is an average car. I, like you saying it's a blue Honda Civic doesn't make me go. Mm, that she's means. real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, she's a real live girl. So she's she breaks this this entire like sequence Sequence. of events of her breaking into Lee's house is like full of just like non stakes. They're like stakes. So she uh, like, you know, the front door is locked, which I don't know why she would think it'd be unlocked. She's like, what? The front door is locked. So then she, there is a moment where she's like, uh, Lee, go on out to my car and get the screwdriver. And then she's, she leaves and she's like, oopsie daisy. I'd locked it. And I forgot. Yeah. Wow, were people leaving their cars unlocked? Just unlocked? Yikes. So she tries to get into the front, can't, goes into the side door. That problem is easily solved. Well, these idiot homeowners, you're going to lock your doors, lock your doors. Yeah. So she's like, I'm in Lee's house. I'm really doing this. She reached out and swallowed hard as her hand touched something soft and stringy and damp. Oh, yeah, hair. I hated this one. Someone's hair. Uh, a low moan escaped Roxy's throat. <laughs> Her hand grasped the hair. Long hair. Girl's hair. Someone is here in the darkness with me, Roxy realized, pulling her hand back in terror. Someone is here. Someone cold and dead. End of chapter. Next chapter. She turns on the lights and it's a fucking mop. I hated that one, How could she think that a mop is hair? Fuck this book. Fuck it. It, It's just... And then all the time, like, twice she's... Like, sure that Lee is going for her throat or something? and Like, twice. Oh, twice. And he's like, oh, look, I like your necklace. Yeah, oh, I like that locket. And then another time oh, he's like, oh, I left your here's left one. jacket. Frozen on the low rock, caught in the darkness of his shadow, she watched a strange smile form slowly on his face. Roxy, Lee said softly, I saw you. Next chapter, I saw you, Lee repeated, stepping down beside her. Roxy jumped to her feet. The strange, leering smile remained on his lips, but his dark eyes were serious, deadly serious. I saw you on your way to school this morning, Lee said, bending to brush sand off the leg of his jeans. Didn't you hear me calling you? 
And then she does think, like, he deliberately tried to scare me, Roxy thought. Uh, what? There's a lot of times where so she's like, one. he's... I oh, and then the, that, that fucking chapter is only two and a half pages. And then the end of that chapter is Lee's eyes narrowed before Roxy could back away. He pulled his hand from his jeans pocket and reached for her throat. Next chapter. I like your locket. <laughs> so it's um, like, it's too soon to already be fucking with us again. It's too soon. Just have that soon. moment be in the middle of a chapter. And... She can Once, still be afraid that's happening, but why do you need to, like, your chapter was two and a half pages and you're already trying to fake us out again? And with these fake outs, if you do a fake out of him grabbing for her, you can't do another one. Mm-mm. And yet, breathing hard, she turned the knob and pulled the door open a crack. Lee, what do you want? She cried in a hoarse whisper. Without replying, he reached out a hand to grab her. Next chapter. It's yours. Lee called as she let the door swing open. You left it on the beach. She took it from his hand, the blue sweater she had tied around her waist. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Oh and the God. reason it's happening is because nothing's happening. <laughs> Nothing at all is happening. Oh, the little turtle, though. I did feel bad about the that turtle. That sucked. Yeah. So Terry finds a turtle on the beach. He gives it to Roxy. And then she gets home, like, the next day to find that somebody has smushed the t- turtle. Like... Like, flattened his little head and cracked up his little shell with a hammer. Horrible. Yeah. And then she does find out later it was Lee. Of course. Like, trying to send a message to her. So his whole, his whole plan is to first, like, try to freak her out mm-hmm. and keep her from talking. Oh, and with the turtle is a note that says, This could you, be you. Like, but you this plan. could be you. you keep <laughs> fucking talking. Um, and then his decision is just to, like, win her over by, like, being charming and dating her. Yeah. Which is the better plan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously. But then something happens. And he sees the pictures. It out. Oh, right. And he's like, oh, I guess I really messed up this time. Oh, it, he does the stupidest thing. He's like, what are these pictures in my room? Idiot. Even though, <laughs> even though he could have just he went to all the trouble to make her think that she had gone into someone else's house. Oh, and what? <laughs> Roxy's an idiot. She's so stupid. So she, so she's Leah's walking her. He offers huh. to walk her home. She's like, uh, no thanks. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, I'll walk you as far as my house. And they pass the house that she had been inside. And she's like, wait, we passed your house. He's like, that's not my house. This is my house. She's like, oh my God, I wasn't even in his house. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's uh, Roy Metzger's house. Mm. And she's like, oh, no, that's why the voice of the murderer sounded familiar. It was Terry's voice because they're best friends. But it wasn't. It was Lee. It was Lee. He's just faking her out. That was his house. And she's like immediately jumping to the conclusion that the voice sounded familiar because it was Terry's. But it wasn't Terry's. She she is so annoying and stupid. Yeah, she's she's stupid. She's stupid and I hate her. Because if, I could, okay, because here's the thing. If it were me, mm-hmm. if it were me. If I was in this situation. If I was in this situation. Me. And he was like, oh my God, this is not my house. This one's my house. I'd be like, great, walk in. Go in the house. Cool. I wouldn't have thought to do that. That is like, smart. let's see you. Let's right. see you walk all the way in. Because all he does is kind let's of see trot you away. Sashay. Yeah, sashay, sashay away. away. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking I, of which. The worst, I think the absolute worst part of this book, though, is when the cliffhanger is, okay. 
I'm just going to find this one to read because it is unacceptable. Um, so she had been skating. She skated. So is it this? No, it's oh. 157. Okay. Are you on 157? No, I'm on 140. That is also ridiculous. All the cliffhangers are ridiculous. But okay. this is the absolute most unforgivable part of the book. So they'd all been Ugh. they'd all been skating. Yeah. Ursula throws her back out again because she hurt her back. She was and skating that's another, too hard. You don't for go the record, skating too hard after you hurt your back. No. And for the record, that is another one of the uh, fake out cliffhangers where she's screaming bloody murder and then yep. it's like she fell down. And then it's like, oh, I tweaked my back again. Mm-hmm. I pushed it too much. Mm-hmm. I got a back spasm. Mm-hmm. So Terry and Shauna both escort Ursula home. Mm-hmm. But Roxy stays She's like, I got to skate all this stress out. That was <laughs> bananas. I was like, what are you doing? So she's she's like, I'm just going to stay a little and like skate around a couple of times. But she stays for like an hour yeah. or two. She loses track of time. She, we don't even know how long she stays. Days, weeks. But then she's like leaving and that's when she runs into Lee. That's when he does the house fake out. Mm. And then she gets home. This happened. So a few minutes later, she was up in her room, sitting on the bed, gazing at the clock radio, wondering if it was too late to call Ursula. The phone rang. Oh, good, Roxy said out loud. Out loud. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. Oh, good. Ursula must be calling me, she thought. But then she thinks that part too. Whatever. But when she picked up the receiver and said hello, a cold chill rolled down her back as she recognized Terry's voice. I saw you, Roxy. Terry uttered in a low, menacing voice, you shouldn't have been there. Next chapter, Terry called me last night, Roxy interrupted when she goes to see Ursula. He did see me that night at the Metzger's house, Ursula. He he threatened me. He told me I shouldn't have been there. This part and made then, me crazy. And it turns out that that isn't what happened. Yeah. He So it's the one it's the one cliffhanger where we don't actually hear the full conversation. And that's because she's... Like, twisted it. That's yeah. not what happened at all. He yeah. was just like, it's not a good idea for you to be hanging out with Lee. He's dangerous. Yeah. He doesn't threaten her. And, and he says nothing about the house or the murder or fucking anything. Yeah. So what's her fucking deal? And it's bullshit that R.L. Stein is leaving this out so that, again, he's tricking us. This whole yeah. book is unacceptable because he's just tricking us. It's not a mystery. You're lying. Yeah. You're lying. And, like, the the way that this, like, conversation pans out is frustrating, too, because, so, Ursula's, yeah. like, Roxy, you've got to listen to me. So, apparently, unbeknownst to us at this point, Ursula and Terry have been talking, and they're like, oh, my God, the killer is Lee. But she doesn't get to tell Roxy this because Roxy won't shut the fuck up about this fake conversation. Yeah. And she's like, Roxy, listen. But Mr. Rooney appeared suddenly from the inner office. Smiling at Roxy, he leaned over Ursula and began telling her something about the files she was keyboarding. At keyboarding. this point, <laughs> <laughs> Ursula, stop keyboarding those files for a moment. Let's talk. Yeah, let's, let's wrap. wrap. <gasps> um, but the the irritating part is that like I don't care that your boss is talking to you right now. Like if you know that your, your friend is going to get like, yeah. fucking murdered, you would just be like, I'm sorry, I just have to tell my friend the rest of this thing I was about to tell her. Yeah, but instead she's like, I'll call you later. And then they don't talk. And she knows that <laughs> she knows that she's going out on the boat with Lee. I know. Because then th- that's how she knows to tell the police to go there and to tell I Terry know. to go there. This is this book is infuriating. It's bullshit. Nothing. It's a bad book. People are there's a, Roxy's a dumb dumb. 
And it's just like none of these people are acting like people would act in real life. I think that's the frustrating part. Which of like it. they often aren't. <laughs> yeah. But like in this case, it's not even for the sake of a good story. It's like the characters all create the own the obstacles that they have to face. And exactly. it's like it's frustrating. I hate that. I hate that. Mm-hmm. <gasps> this uh uh cliffhanger drove me crazy because it really doesn't make sense and like I was confused as to the physics of what was happening. Mm-hmm. So basically once Is it Lee, when she jumps out the boat yep. or something? Yeah. Yep. So Lee has discovered that she really was in his room has like made the idiot move of being like oh you were in my room. No he did know that but he got like surprised right. by he's, the he's, Or he realizes she has pictures. Yeah. And so he's like ah shit. And he's like well I gotta kill you. And she's like, no. And then he he grabs her and like brings her. She's like, you stop it right now. (laughs) I'm against killing. Um, Yeah, he like, they're at the car. Yeah, they're all at the car. He drives her like physically. He like, like in the last unicorn when the Red Bull is is trying to drive the unicorn towards the sea. Yeah. That's how Lee drives. Rossi to the sea. Basically, he just is like intimidating her into going yeah. towards the boat. And, and, and doesn't also, Terry get there? Terry's there. In the middle. <gasps> oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot, I forgot about that this part. cliffhanger. Yeah. Ugh. Which is, uh, when that happened, I was like, well, okay, something happened. Yeah. Here we go. Also, when she's like, oh my God, I'm watching Terry and. Um, Lee fight. I'm like, run, run. It does not matter at this point. Like, run or like, away uh, or help Terry both out of it versus Lee. <laughs> Instead, she is just like, oh, oh no. no, boys fighting. <laughs> so Terry gets fucking stabbed in the neck with his screwdriver, and it's just blood spurting out. And he's like laying on the dock. Yeah, they leave him to bleed out. He's like, just bleeding out. Lee pushes her in the boat, and I will say, at least it was like she, she like got hurt when that happened. She's yeah. like, ugh. Yeah, she's like, ow. <laughs> she like, yeah, she falls on her, like, like it, it fucks up her body. Yeah. She's like been bruised and pushed in a yeah. boat. So she's in this boat and he's like, I'm going to kill you now. And so he starts taking her out and he, he this part also doesn't make sense. If he's going to kill her, then he should just kill her. Mm-hmm. But instead he's like, I'm going to drop you off five miles out. Yeah, that is so stupid. So what do you dumb. And he's like, and then, like, maybe you'll make it back to shore and maybe you won't. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? that's not a murder. That's not how people that's murder That's an endurance people. test. Yeah. <laughs> that's like training to swim the English Channel. I don't know what. So he's like, I'm going to take you out. And like, then she... I want to give you a fighting chance. <laughs> like, he like, doesn't look, say that, but that's what what's he happening. Does. And then she's like, mm, bye, and just jumps in the water. And then he starts backing the boat toward her. To ostensibly chop her up with the blades. So she, why is it that she's. She jumps out of the boat and then that's he's just right. going to try to like cut Swim her up away. into little bits with the motor. Okay. So the churning sharp blades spewing up a wide warning wake, then moving to attack. Um, she's being pulled by the current. <laughs> she's diving around. Okay. She dove again into the churning, bubbling waters. Too late. The boat was on top of her. The deadly blades whirred towards her head. Next chapter, silence. I'm cut, Roxy thought. I'm cut to pieces. I drowned. Uh, You would know that. Yeah, you'd know. (laughs) The water rocked and swirled around her. It swept her up, up to the billowing surface. Sunlight. Or was it the yellow of the boat coming back to slice off her head? 
She sucked in a deep breath. I'm breathing, Roxy realized. I'm alive. <sighs> Sunlight shimmered in the water, surrounded, blah, blah, blah. And then she heard the roar once again. She's trying to, like, now she's trying to knock the boat over. That's right. But th- that was, like, a weird thing, too. Like, why did he stop trying to run her over? Did he just have to, like, circle back around, maybe? <laughs> so he's just like, burp, burp, yeah. burp, burp. <laughs> Uh, I found the part. So she got pushed in the boat before Terry got there. Mm, okay, that explains So I'll grant her that. Okay. Um, so it's Roxy fell forward, landing on her elbows and knees. Pain shot up her entire body. Ouch. What are you going to do? She stammered, gritting her teeth, trying to force away the pain. He stood at the edge of the dock, staring down at her. I'm going to give you a chance, Roxy, <laughs> he what? said softly. I'm going to give you a chance because I like you. I really do. What do you mean, she demanded. I'm only going to take the boat out four or five miles before I dump you out, Lee replied casually. Who knows? Maybe you can swim back. I can't, Roxy cried shrilly. <laughs> I can't swim that far, Lee. Please. I'm sorry, Lee said, frowning down at her. I'm really sorry, Roxy. I messed up. <laughs> my bad. Uh, my be. Because mm, it was my bad. I'll give you a swimming chance. Oh, my God. I can't. This book is so full of stupid obstacles. I mean, I will grant her, I don't think I could swim four or five I miles. I couldn't swim I'd four or five so miles. I'd get so tired. I'd get so tired. I would just I'd float on so my back. i <laughs> I just let the current take me to wherever I must go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be doing like <laughs> butterflies straight <laughs> in the water. Like, there I go. <laughs> the fucking hardest yeah, swimming the, stroke the, like, ever invented. Energy intensive, slow oh movement God. stroke. Yeah. <laughs> fucking butterfly mm. Ugh, got yeah. me every time every time i wanted to be able to do it so bad it is a cool move it's cool and i remember like in the hierarchy of like how good of a swimmer you were like if you could do the butterfly well like you were a legit swimmer yeah and i never could do it because nope. i would always get water in my face and like in my mouth and nose i just plain couldn't splooshing. i couldn't do the arm movements like, to propel me correctly yeah mm. swimming mm. swimming man swimming <laughs> What are you going to do? Um, so just an example of like the stupid stakes in this book. So she, when she's in, first of all, she, she is in his room for like four pages, like banging her camera, like running around trying to take Willy pictures. Willy nilly. She's like, I'm trying to get this shark's cap. <laughs> Gotta get that cap. Her eyes darted frantically around the small cluttered bedroom. Where's the cap? She actually says this out loud. So then she's searching. She says weird things out loud. <laughs> she's searching shelf by shelf. No shark's cap. She bent down and shuffled through the pile of dirty clothes in the corner. No cap. Uh, she's looking all around. Can't find it. Can't find it. She thinks she finds one. She pulled open the closet door. Jeans and sweatshirts and t-shirts all jammed into narrow shelves. And on the top shelf, Roxy reached up with both hands and pulled down the cap. Yes! Her heart pounded <laughs> as she turned it around to look at it. Atlanta Falcons? Those were the words in silver against the front of the cap. The cap. Arg! Roxy let out a frustrated ca- cry. The wrong cap! <laughs> I'm a boring weirdo. <laughs> oh. I would have, like, uh, there also is a reason why a person would wear, would never not wear their hat. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Like, what is that reason? How can we never explore that? And we- he hates his hair. Maybe. <laughs> also, we never explore. It's a, it's a safety blanket. Yeah. He hates his hair. Mm-hmm. Just keep it I tamed. I would wear my hood on my hoodie all the time if I could. 
Really? Yeah, I would just walk around in a cloak if I could. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not acceptable. It's not socially acceptable yeah. to wear your yeah, hood all the to time. Wear a hat. Sorcerer's people are finding cape. Yeah, it's not acceptable for me to wear my big pointy witch's hat, <laughs> which is such a double standard. <laughs> Warlock hats are it's everywhere. Like, uh, uh, um, sexism. Uh, oh, and the other thing that does not fucking pay off is so, okay, the girl that he kills is Maddie. Yeah, we never really find out about her. She never really gets like, yeah, a resolution. All we hear is she comes to Rocky Shores to make, she wants to make sure he doesn't get away with whatever, whatever he it did. Was. Yeah, they don't say. And that frustrated me because I was like, what is he running from? Yeah, there should have been like some like bullshitty police thing of like, (sighs) Mm -hmm. because if if she reported Lee, wouldn't they look up his record? Yeah. (laughs) Does he not have one? Was it purely reputation? Like, I want answers. And then when they're like, oh, well, he has an alibi because his parents said he was at the charity ball the whole time. What was that fake alibi? What the fuck? Yeah, how did he get away and go back? And how did the parents not know? And and where are his parents? So his parents are like, was Courtney not even paying attention at the club? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I need answers. We need answers. Yeah, there were there were so many like things that were tossed up in order to like divert our attention, but then they're never resolved. Yeah. Hmm. Dumb. What a dumb book. Yeah, this book was a real dud. Even even Pike at his most like infuriating is more interesting. Yes. Cause here from the very beginning I knew it was Lee, and then I wasn't really interested to see what happened at all in the book. I will say I did I was like, oh, I guess it's Terry. But yeah. then it wasn't. When it but, was Terry, I was like, I get yeah, that's true. I, like, I actually oh, okay. believed it. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I guess it's Terry. Yeah, but we had been lied to. And it was never Terry. I get that we're lied to a lot in books, especially with mysteries, because they're, but. I prefer to be misled these than were, lied to. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is these were straight up lies. It wasn't like a yeah. mist. It wasn't, it, it wasn't like a well-crafted story. It's like if you were, like, this book is like a close-up of like a sweater, but then you pan out <laughs> and it's like the sweater's not finished. All the like. Frayed thr- edges. Yeah, it's all frayed. Yeah. None of it's done. There's so many like things left on Yeah, it doesn't come together at all. No. Yeah, why did he how did he have that alibi? Yeah. It, even if there were something with the there could have been some cool stuff with the parents where like they're rich and they're covering for their son. They know he has a temper. They know he gets sure. violent. Great. That could have been a fun cool thing. Yeah. It could have been some and obviously it's better if he's not Bond villain monologuing, but mm-hmm. some kind of he he lets out how he got away with that alibi. Yeah. Also, the photos. I'm a sucker for when someone takes a photo and then finds things in it later. Mm-hmm. That, like, trope. I love that. Yeah, that's fun. This almost happened, but then didn't. Yeah. Because she's, she's like, she's like oh, maybe I have a photo of the murderer. No. Nope. She's like, oh, it's just blurry. No, oh, the ceiling. Blurry. So, like, she can, like show photos of his room all she wants it doesn't prove yeah. anything which then also like just makes it all the more ridiculous that lee slips <laughs> yes like all he has to do is make sure she's never in his room 
Yeah. Just never, never have her over. Yeah. Done. Boom. Perfect. Yep. Just always go on dates elsewhere. Yeah. Just go Fine. on dates for a while. Break up with her after a reasonable period of time. Yeah. And make it a, you know, it's not you, it's me situation and yeah. move on. She'll never think about it. He really fucked up. Yeah. He's, he's not a good, he's not a criminal. He's not a, he's not a good, uh, Abusive misogynist. No, he's not. Not very good at that. Um, if you guys are wondering, if you're going to be one. Be a good one. If you're wondering what he looks like, yeah. And this is another one of those things too that we've talked about how we don't like it when see, people say Roxy found herself thinking about Lee Bloom. Like found herself thinking about Lee Bloom. <laughs> it's way too many words. And how was she like? Oh, I guess I'm thinking about him. It's like whoa. I just huh. Yeah. Ah. Huh. It's just yeah. Uh, Roxy thought about yeah. Lee Bloom. Yeah. She pictured his tanned face, his slim, athletic-looking body, his dark eyes under his straight black hair. Soulful eyes, she thought. He had a tiny silver ring in one ear and a mysterious white scar on his chin. He wore a blue and silver shark's cap. He almost never took it off. I think that's it. It doesn't sound oh. that attractive. He spoke very softly. Speaking uh, softly. That'd be so funny if there was just a ton of her being like, what? <laughs> what was that? Oh, I, I saw you. I saw you. Uh, oh, no. Scary. <laughs> and that's another, the second I saw you. Uh, uh, there are three I saw yous. From him? No, two from yeah, Lee and two from one him, from, from Terry. Terry. The second one from him is when he is like, I saw you. When she's like walking out, it's right yeah. before he's about to walk her home of the roller rink after she's been skating there for an untold amount of time. And he's like, I saw you. And she's like, ah, what? And he's like, skating. <laughs> no. I saw you skating. <laughs> she's like, how could you? <laughs> no one could see I'm me. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing my invisibility clothes. <laughs> I know. I'm just also picturing like this roller rink where everyone's just having a blast. And this one girl <laughs> just doing these like manic laps around, just like yeah. blowing off steam. <laughs> I liked, um, so I, two things. First mm. is um, Ursula, again, wants to be faster than her. But like, yeah. once you've gone around the circle faster than somebody, isn't the race just over? Well, yeah, because you can't keep going to infinity. Yeah. It's a circle. Like, you're not going to, ca- like, just be done with it. Yeah, just That's be done. That's a very boring race to do yes. in a rolling, roller rink. Um, a rolling rink. <laughs> um, and then the other thing is, the only reason the phrase or sentence I saw you is really that terrifying mm-hmm. is if Roxy knows the title of the book. Exactly. <laughs> That's the only reason. Like somebody went up to Roxy, they're like, by the way, uh, the title of this book is I saw you that night. She's like, okay, got it. Mm-hmm. And then every time she hears I saw you, she's like, oh no, the title of the book. <laughs> Something bad's going to happen. <laughs> Yes, because it's, it's, seriously, there's no reason. It's like not. I mean, I know, I get that she would be like, "Tell me where." Yeah, but like, I wouldn't immediately think that that's what was going on. Yeah, I would just sort of like tense up until it yeah. was revealed what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't tense up so much that, like, like in the novel of your life, it's a cliffhanger. Yes. Cha- chapter yeah, change exactly. <laughs> like, I'd just be like, uh, and then they'd be, they'd be like. At the movies. I'd be like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> great, 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 great. But instead, it's like, I saw you that night. And she, like, pauses for two full minutes while she waits for the reader <laughs> to turn the page. <laughs> it does not 
take that long to turn a page. No. But she's like, waiting, Wait. waiting, waiting and... at the movies. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I just, I didn't like any of these characters. Or she's like, she's going like, ah, what is this title going to pay off? <laughs> Let's get this over with. Like, is it now? Is it oh, now? Ah, I don't want to be in this book anymore. Listen, nobody wants to read this book. <laughs> Uh, nobody wants to be in it and nobody wants to read it. Um, also, okay, I just had a small note about her dad when she comes down for – oh, I have two notes about her parents. I have one note about her dad. <laughs> so she comes down for breakfast and her d- – morning. Her father, in a baggy Hawaiian-style bathing suit, sat at the <laughs> kitchen table. Bathing suit? <laughs> so he's in a Hawaiian-style bathing suit, which I was like, what is that? It's picturing him in an old timey female bathing suit, suit. or I guess male, because it would be like a full, like, little overall set, like the little jumper. (laughs) Which we then are, it then is revealed to us. Guys don't wear bathing (laughs) suits. That it's just board shorts. (laughs) (laughs) Please do swimming trunks, swimming shorts, whatever. But, like, also, why is he wearing that at the breakfast table? Dad's in his swim trunks. <laughs> and he's just sopping wet going over his briefs. <laughs> and it doesn't make sense, too, because he's like, I don't have time. I have all these briefs to get through. And then he's like, like I'm going uh, for a run. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, you going for a run in your bathing yes. suit, Dad? <laughs> you going for a run in your little bathing... In bathing... Your, uh, your, ba- your bathing dress? Bathing dress. Your bathing getup, your bathing, I guess, suit. Yeah, bathing suit. It's really suit. the best. It's the best. But so, yeah, the dad, I'm like, what is going on with him? Because he's. Yeah. And then, like, he's questioning everything she does in yes. the kitchen. Yeah. Like, she gets a cup of coffee. He's like, oh, you drink coffee now? She wants to listen to the news on the radio. Like, oh, when do you want to listen to the news on the radio? He goes to say something else. She's like, Shh, I'm trying to listen. He's like, oh, when do you care? Yeah. She drops the cup of coffee. He's like, what, are you going to go swimming in that thing? Because I am. I got my bathing suit on. <laughs> he just lays down on the kitchen tiles and starts doing, like, snow angels in the coffee. <laughs> Oh my god! And who, like she hears the thing about the murder and drops the coffee mug. So <gasps> it was. So we, it, it's been established she doesn't drink coffee. So that means she got a mug of coffee just so she could drop, drop it. it. And then also the thing I always really hate about uh, like teen like content for teens a lot of times is like it is a, such a common trope to have a teenager who is somehow involved in some sort of crime or knows something about a crime, hears about it on the news, freaks out, and the parents are just like, huh. (laughs) When, like, I would be like, what? Why are you so affected by this random girl? Like, uh, why did you just, just, like, dropped your coffee Yeah, a full cup of coffee. Yes. And horror. And you've been standing there blank-faced with this, like, steaming hot coffee all over your feet. So it's like, he's just been staring at her going... (laughs) Is <laughs> uh, she going to clean that up? Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you going to mop up all the spilled coffee or are you going to wait in it all morning? Oh, sorry. <laughs> mm, that's a dick. Yeah. Um, oh, and then the mom is even worse. That's my, that was my <laughs> next thing about the parents. We've got another, like, clip-on oh. polisher. So this whole experience with the parents 
with the fried chicken is <laughs> so weird. It's mind-boggling. <laughs> it's baffling. I'm like, what? I forgot it was fried chicken. I just <laughs> remembered the mom being so stupid and awful. So stupid. So why did the police let him go? Roxy demanded. Mr. Nelson cleared his throat. He picked up his napkin and spread it over his lap. Can't we have a pleasant dinner? Roxy's <laughs> mom asked, passing the platter of chicken to Roxy. Can't you talk about this later? <laughs> what? Like, oh, I'm trying to eat my chicken. <laughs> <laughs> no, now, Roxy insisted. She took the platter and lowered a breast and a wing onto her plate. Is this regular or extra crispy? <laughs> Mr. Nelson asked. I got the regular, Mrs. Nelson told him, <laughs> passing the container of coleslaw. You always say the extra crispy is too crispy. Want a biscuit? <laughs> Can we please stop talking about the chicken? Roxy <laughs> wailed. <laughs> Your daughter's been like, I witnessed a murder. I know. You took in the murder, who I say is yes. the murderer, and then you released him. Yes. And she like answers as to why. And the mom's like, ugh, it's like we can't have a single pleasant dinner without discussing a murder. I know. She's so annoying. Like, I'm so annoyed by your having witnessed a terrible crime. Can we talk about this later? Ugh. She is <laughs> the villain. Yep. Ugh. What's the family's name in the in the babysitter? Like, oh, we have to get to the... <laughs> oh, yeah. To the Chenarlstons. <laughs> <laughs> That was it. That, that was, was it. it. It was the Chenarlstons. Oh, we have to get the to the Chenarlstons for dinner. <laughs> oh, is it Jorgensen's? I think something. their name is jo Oh, that's mm. or something like that. Yeah. Well, so after she Roxy's Roxy like, can we please stop talking about the chicken? Oh, that's Roxy. Sorry. Can we please stop talking about the chicken? Roxy wailed. Your father and I have worked hard all day and we are hungry, her mother insisted. <laughs> but I'm talking life and death here, Roxy cried. Fair. reached Fair. over and grabbed her father's hand, stopping it on the way to his mouth. Why did the police let Lee go? You talked to them, right? And then this is where he reveals the alibi. But it's like... <laughs> he couldn't just answer her fucking oh my God. question. Oh, my God. Okay. So she's like, why? how could they just let him go? They had to, her father told her. They had no reason to hold him. No reason? No reason, Roxy shrieked. How about he killed a girl in his living room? Isn't that a reason? Roxy, please, her mother pleaded. You're getting all worked up. <laughs> it's just these parents flipping the fuck out. They're like, I can't even think about it. Why are you making me think about this? <laughs> can't we just eat this <laughs> chicken and <I> chicken? <laughs> I'm freaking out. I didn't even get it. I didn't even get extra crispy. It's too crispy. <laughs> Why can't they have something in between? <laughs> One scoop of coleslaw or two. Uh, <laughs> uh, this family sucks. Uh, I want to like cut to Ursula's family just having like a nice normal dinner. They're so normal. Like, hey, Ursula, how was work today? It was pretty good. You know, just keyboarding those files. And the mom's like, hi, get it. <laughs> <laughs> Been there. That's all I do at work every day. Ursula, we're so proud of you for keeping down a summer job. Yeah. We really appreciate your help. Yeah, honey, you've really grown into a wonderful adult. Well, I mean, we're struggling financially. I'm part of this family, too. We love you. Chicken? <laughs> <laughs> and then in yes, pops please. in, yeah. what's her name? Roxy's fucking mom. And it's like, the chicken's too crispy! <laughs> she grabs their chicken plate <laughs> and just runs. <laughs> 
<laughs> or they they turn around and suddenly Roxy's mom is just sitting there, like <laughs> waiting for them to pass the plate to her. <laughs> I couldn't stay in my house. My house is riddled with extra crispy chicken. <laughs> um, and then there's like a variety of you know. Roxy's going back and forth on Terry. She's like, I should break up with Terry tomorrow. Because I'm so enamored of this boring guy. That's the thing that bugs me when a book tells us that we have to be enamored with a character. But doesn't show how charming he is. They have no kind of connection. He's a dud. Mm -hmm. He's a complete dud. And like, for real, are you like, he doesn't take his hat off. Who's like, oh, I love a man in a baseball cap, always. That drives me nuts. I'm like, how could, that would drive me crazy. I'd be like, I need to see what's going uh, on. You got another look there, buddy? Yeah. Do you wash that baseball cap? Yeah. Or like, what is under there? I would be so (laughs) curious. Is it Voldemort? Just answer me. Or is it the whole chicken? Yeah. <laughs> the whole bucket of chicken. <laughs> you take it off, it's a totally normal cap. But then it just keeps rising like it's Mary Poppins's bag on his head. And suddenly there's just a, a bucket of a bucket chicken. Of chicken. <laughs> Extra crispy? Extra crispy. And she's like, ah! <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's not much that is in this book. There's yeah. not much to cover. That's it. That's really it. Oh, yeah. And that, what, what is the moment where she thinks the skeleton is a lifeguard? <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. It's so like, stupid. It's like three rocks on top of each other. Like, if she saw a snowman, would she be like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> the thing was like, and it also like, oh, here we go. Right here. Okay. This is so fucking stupid. Okay. <laughs> All right. So she's like walking on the beach with Terry. Oh, right. She's like pissed that Terry works at the fish store. Anyway, <laughs> she gazed up. They're at the, at the beach. She gazed up at the full moon. Thin wisps of dark cloud floated over it like a filmy curtain. When she lowered her eyes, the tall white lifeguard station came into view. Roxy let out a low cry of surprise as she realized someone was sitting up there, not moving. Staring, Nell, squinting into the soft moonlight, she saw the pale bones, the gaping skull, a skeleton. Whoa! A chill of fear ran down her back. Roxy took a hesitant step closer, trying to focus. And staring hard, she realized it wasn't a skeleton after all. Several large round rocks had been piled <laughs> in the chair to form a human figure, <laughs> like a stony snowman. <laughs> a stone sculpture. Kids probably put it up there as a joke, Roxy realized. <laughs> So that's she the, looked at three bulbous rocks. I thought, it was a thought she skeleton. was seeing a bunch of just angular bones. She's like <laughs> looking. <laughs> she and all of that for the cover of the book. Yep. How funny would it be if it was wearing a purple tank top, like in the book? <laughs> like, oh, those rocks are wearing a tank top and, and sunglasses. <laughs> those Why rocks is- are wearing a tank top and sunglasses. <laughs> What are those rocks wearing a tank top with sunglasses for? Just mm. <laughs> rocks. Stupid. She's a bunch of rocks. She is such a fucking <laughs> I it was idiot. A skeleton. 
<laughs> Why would she think skeleton? Because that doesn't track from her other scaredness about other things. And it has nothing to do with it. Like, anything. why a skeleton? Oh, boy. It's nothing to do it's with nothing. this story in any way. Nothing. It's just another... Like, as I was flipping through trying to find that part, I saw the phrase, I saw you so many times. I hate it. Even more times than we have gone over it. Because I feel like there are other characters that say that, too. That say, I saw you. Besides just our boys, Terry and Lee. Ooh, this book. (laughs) It's really dumb. And (laughs) us actually talking about it makes it sound way more interesting than it is. No, it's not interesting. You can read this thing in like 45 minutes and... It wasn't like I was reading it going... What's with this chicken part? Or no. she looked at that series of rocks. No, it's talking if about you're it. Reading is more it, you're fun. like, yeah. This I I was I was just like, okay, what next? Yeah, like, like all right, all right what like, fucking cliffhanger is this bullshit? Yeah. Okay, all right, so then, okay, so okay, I saw you again. Okay, who is it? Is it Terry? Okay, I saw you. I okay. saw you, and I saw you again. Oh, he saw her. Fucking everybody sees her. Fucking everywhere. Oh my god! Oh my god! Does she have a GPS on her? What the fuck is going on? Everyone can see her. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, so far of R.L. Stein, we've only done his standalone books. And I think fairly early ones. Yeah. Because Babysitter also had a bunch of bullshit cliffhangers. But, I mean, this doesn't... Because it's, like, this is the 90s. Wasn't, like, wasn't he doing better books by this point? I guess Fear Street is largely 90s. This is 94. This is 94. When did he, when was Babysitter? Like, 88, 89? So, I don't know if this is... Oh, right. You look at... Okay, so mine's a second edition. Um, Mine does list a lot of other books of his that I... It's like all the Babysitter sequels. Yeah, Babysitter The Boyfriend, The Girlfriend, Dead Girlfriend. (laughs) uh, The Boyfriend, The Girlfriend, The Dead Girlfriend. I remember Beach House being scary. I remember Beach House being scary. And I liked The Dead Girlfriend. I ordered that. I ordered The Boyfriend and I ordered The Dead Girlfriend because I remember liking those but I don't remember what they're about. I just remember their creepy covers. I remember liking Blind Date as a kid. Wait, let me see your book. I liked the I liked a lot of the Fear Streets. I think I liked the Cheerleader series. Yeah, I was obsessed with. I thought the girl on the cover of the third second edition. Cheerleader book mm. was so pretty. <laughs> I wanted to look just like her. Oh my god, <laughs> she's so pretty. She's so pretty. That drawing is. So pretty. It's so pretty. Oh, and I think the girl on the cover of the uh, Fear Street Saga books is so pretty. I remember thinking she looks so spooky and cool. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, the I got the new edition that compiles all of them in one. Oh, bummer. So it's like I little specifically paper ordered that. I know. <laughs> and there ones. Um, I mean, and yeah, and reading these doesn't de- like make me any less excited for Fear Street Saga. Like, it, it just makes me like bored. <laughs> Yeah, th- like I was just, just bored in the moment. Bored this week. Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. bored this week. I had a boring week with this yeah. book. I mean, you can really fly through this book if you haven't already. It's just I don't. I don't I, know if I would I suggest. I highly it. don't recommend it. Yeah, I highly recommend. <laughs> I reading. lowly recommend. <laughs> I bottom. Wait. I bottom feed recommend. I, yeah. <laughs> 
It's it was not fun. I ate seventh circle of hell recommended. Ooh. Ooh. I remember I, when I thought that I had didn't, didn't know, know what, what Dante's Inferno was. Because you thought I was talking about, I think, Dante's Peak. Yes. Yeah, the movie about the, the Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I, this book was not good. Yep. Not Just good. Not good. We thank Lisa Beverstock for recommending it because it's always good to do a shitty book for this podcast. Yeah. But, uh, it's not fun a good to book. talk about. Not a good book. So if you have friends you want to talk about it with, yeah. do that. Because like we said, it, it was way more interesting to talk about it than read. Um, but uh takes an equal amount of time. <laughs> yeah. So it's a very fast read. Really fast read. Um, and even if you kind of like tune out for like half of it, you won't miss yeah. anything. Like usually I'm trying to pay probably even more attention than I usually would in a book. Mm. In case there's like interesting wording or something jumps out at me mm-hmm. that's funny, like like that, <laughs> the sex, <laughs> you know, you the know, sex, the sex from our Master of Murder episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I was like, I I just needed to be done with this, so I heart started hardcore skimming. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still got everything. There wasn't anything yeah. I was missing. I don't think you missed anything. I'm largely a skimmer, though. I absorb, I absorb pretty well. Me too. It doesn't stick around anymore. It used to like. I God, I had such a good memory. Mm-hmm. I had such a good memory. <laughs> I memorized the entire first act of Cat on a Hot Tin Roof in <laughs> two or three days and then performed it. Wow. And uh, it's gone. It's all gone now. I think like at least my... But I absorb it in the moment and yeah. have to talk about it on this podcast. Yeah. For me, it takes like a second for me to remember. Like if we were to go back, you're really good at remembering their names. I noticed. I didn't think I was going to be today. In fact, until you said Roxy, I did forget that that was the main character's name. <laughs> I remembered everybody else's name. Yeah. But I didn't remember her name for a second. She's the least interesting person in the book. Yeah. But because we talk about everything, that helps me then yeah. remember it. It's like then it's I just get refreshing. both the visual and the auto, uh, 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 Audi- uh, audio. Oral. Oral. <laughs> oral. Oral. Visual oral. Oral. Mm. Mm. That's probably okay. right. Yeah, sure. Settle um, on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think we covered it. This book is yeah. there's nothing else. I think it's time we get in our blue Honda Civics and ride <laughs> Just... into the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> um and next week we will be talking Fear Street Saga. All three books. All three with Miss Ryan Mogi. Mm-hmm. She's big. A delight. Um, we love chatting with Ryan, so that's gonna be really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't speak like that. No. I think that was maybe <laughs> the first and last thing. time you did that. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> God willing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I talk like an 80 Bryant character on this <laughs> now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give a quick shout out to, um, someone who sent us a, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A wonderful uh, gift, and it was um, these like skull shaped candles. Mm-hmm. They're really beautiful, and, like, very like uh, Day of the Dead type yes. skulls with like f- uh, flower, like flower crowns. Yes, very beautiful. Really, really, really awesome. Cool. That, that was like so nice. Thank you so yeah. much for sending Thank those. You. Um, I took a photo. I'm going to post it on Twitter. Yay! I'll post mine on Instagram, Instagram, Insta. Um, uh, in case you didn't know, Kelly handles all of the Instagram, <laughs> and I handle all of the Twitter, and then we sort of like both duck in and out of the Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to check out her stuff, her Etsy shop is Sculptural Makers, um, and it's Sculptural Maker, Sculptural Makers, one word. Um, sculptural. 
makers. Sculptural makers. <laughs> and um, her Instagram is C regards, one word. I hope I'm saying that right. But anyway. Uh, like regards. Like the just the word. Yeah, C R E G A R D S. Yep. Um, Candace Russell, she's super awesome. Thank you so, so, so much for sending those. That was so nice and we love them. And mm-hmm. check out her Etsy shop. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you again, Lisa Beverstock, for the book. We probably aren't going to be able to thank people who suggest the book anymore because multiple people are suggesting all the books now. Yeah. Like uh but we do still like thanks everybody for suggesting the books, uh, but there's like twelve of you who are all suggesting the same book now. Yeah. Um, we will be getting to L.J. Smith's The Forbidden Game series soon. Uh, a billion of you have suggested that so far, <laughs> so we're gonna try to get to that soon. Um, but yeah, again, next week is the Fear Street Saga. All Yay. three in one. Not that much happens. No, <laughs> keep it creepy, BB. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening to Teen Creeps. Our artwork is by James Mulholland. Our theme music is by Mike Carlson. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Teen Creeps Pod. Please feel free to reach out to us there. And please like, rate, and review on iTunes. That is super helpful. Thanks. And keep it creepy. Keep it creepy.